Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Happy Wednesday, Camel Day, halfway through the week, truly, at 5 o'clock today for most of us in the West, as at least in the United States, I'm sorry, we had Labor Day, and so uh, tomorrow I actually have a different type of day, so I'm only doing three days this week, but for the rest of you guys, uh, I hope that the rest of the week is good for you all. I appreciate all the support on this platform. SoundCloud is where we're hosted. We have a YouTube channel. We can be found anywhere that you find your podcasts. And so I, I'm just I'm enthusiastic to share this tonight because I was actually asked to do an excerpt and read an excerpt audio-wise for a youth group on a section from Pilgrim's Progress, really the inspiration that founded the name of this podcast. And I wanted to share that excerpt from you uh, for you all tonight. And part of that is my reading of a passage where Christian, who is the main character, is trying to find his way to the celestial city. The The intro and everything else uh, will take care of itself as far as the familiarity with the actual the actual uh, uh, book itself. I, I explain everything. But I just wanted you guys to, to hear this again, because it's been about three years since I've cracked that book back open. And it's amazing what John Bunyan wrote. It's almost, I mean, when was this thing written? Uh, Gosh, let me do this in real time. This is very unprofessional. When was Pilgrim's Progress written? 1678. So, I mean, that's, it's it's amazing because if you look back uh, at history, you look back at what, what has been said, what really hasn't been said in this walk that we call Christianity. And this is written almost nearly 350 years ago. And it's the second most prominent work in the English language right behind the Bible as far as a book. And it's something that's enduring. It's wisdom that speaks to the soul because it's from God. Of course it will be that way. So I just want to share this again with you tonight. And I actually back it up. I, I've read a portion of this, but I didn't give like the full context. I have even, even preached on it, but I didn't have the full context. But I think it's important for us to uh, look at it and apply it to our lives. and. There are three takeaways here that I want you to to go at, to to take away from from tonight in this in this show tonight. One is that he abuses the tool that is given to him. He's climbing up this hill, and he and it's meant for temporary rest. He uses it for something beyond temporary. Because of that. Abuse. There are consequences and and of, of that behavior. He not only allows the scroll to fall out of his hand because of sleep, he then has to then what make his way up the hill without any sort of light or a map. And once he then realizes that what his mistake has made, the first sinful thing, and the the downhill like the domino effect that has transpired, he has to retreat. So it's the definition of taking one step forward, two steps backward. The time that was lost, oh, what could have been. Pay attention to those three things and how he comes to those conclusions on his own because he remembers what the Bible says. And that's the beautiful thing about this version I have. I have the biblical annotated version of this book. The inward processes of Christian are not from what other people have given him. It's the Bible. It's like, oh yeah, that says it here. Or I'm just, I'm no different than this. What if we all knew our Bibles as well as Christian? Another point. So I hope you enjoy this tonight. 
I can't, I'm not really ending this with may God bless you, may God keep you, as you will hear in a moment, but sincerely, may God bless you and may God keep you. A little bit about this book, Pilgrim's Progress, written by John Bunyan. It's an allegory of the Bible. It centers around a protagonist named Christian who is trying to be a Christian. He receives a call to go to the celestial city where he can achieve salvation. And leaving everyone behind, he chases after this goal. Being a rather on-the-point type of allegory, John Bunyan writes these characters and actually gives them names that describe their entire being. Tonight we're going to meet two gentlemen. One is named Mistrust and the other Timorous. Mistrust is, of course, untrustworthy. And Timorous, being a more ancient word, means showing or suffering from nervousness, fear, or a lack of confidence. And if he's like any of the rest of us, I think we can relate to that as well. At this point in Christian's journey, he has navigated a lot of positive and negative experiences, much like us, especially in our journey with Christ. At this point in the journey, Christian finds himself trying to navigate and climb a very difficult hill. That's why John Bunyan calls it the hill of difficulty. What this passage and a few pages from this book, what we hope to convey is this aspect of apathy, spiritual apathy, and what we were meant as Christians to do and when we were called to do it. Themes of sleep, laziness, darkness, light, you will hear in these pages. What Adam wanted me to do is just to give a different voice to something he has been trying to convey, not just in our friendship, in our talks, and his own passion, but something he wanted to offer to you all tonight. So sit back, close your eyes, take whatever posture you need in order to listen. But let's hear from some of the ancient writers who have so much to say about this Christian life. Now, about halfway to the top of the hill, Christian came to a pleasant, shady resting place made by the Lord of the hill for the refreshment of weary travelers. So as Christian reached this resting place, he sat down to rest a while. While he sat, he pulled his scroll from his chest pocket to read it for comfort and reassurance. He paused to take a fresh look at the new coat that had been given to him when he stood by the cross. After reading and being encouraged, he grew drowsy and fell fast asleep and was delayed there until it was almost sunset. While he slept, his scroll fell out of his hand, and someone came up to him and shook him to wake him. The person said, Go to the ant, you sluggish person. Consider her ways and be wise. Proverbs 6, verse 6. At this, Christian arose with a jolt and startled on his way, racing ahead until he came to the top of the hill. Now when he reached the top of the hill, two men came running toward him in full flight from the opposite direction. The name of the one was Timorous and the other Mistrust. Christian greeted them with a question. Sirs, what's the matter? You are running the wrong way. Timorous answered, We were going to the city of Zion and made it up this hill of difficulty. But the further we go, the more danger we encounter. So we decided to turn around and are returning home again. Mistrust nodded his agreement. Yes, this is true, just ahead of you. Lying directly in the way is a couple of lions. We weren't sure if they were awake or asleep, but we couldn't bear to think of what would happen if we came within their reach. They'd pull 
us in pieces. Christian looked wide-eyed at the two men. You make me afraid, he admitted. But on the other hand, where else would I flee for safety? If I go back to my home in the city of destruction, it is destined for judgment and awaiting fire and brimstone. I would certainly perish there. However, if I can get to the celestial city, I'm sure to be safe there. I must press onward. To go back is nothing but death, but to go forward, though I may fear death, life everlasting is beyond it. I will still go forward. Mistrust and Timorous just shook their heads and ran down the hill, while Christian continued forward on his way. As he went, Christian pondered what he had heard from these men, as he felt for the scroll in his pocket, so he might read it to be assured and comforted. To his surprise, his fingers searched his empty pocket. The scroll wasn't there. Panic filled him, and he became very distressed. He didn't know what to do, for he had turned to the scroll for relief from his fears. Plus, it was his authority for entering into the celestial city. At this point, he became so perplexed, he didn't know what to do. Then he remembered falling asleep at the shady resting place halfway up the hill of difficulty and figured out what had happened. He fell to his knees and asked God for forgiveness for his foolish neglect. Then, without delay, he went back down the hill to look for his scroll. His heart was full of sorrow every step of the way. Sometimes he sighed, sometimes he wept, and he often chided himself for being so foolish as to fall asleep in that place. After all, it had been established for the purpose of modest refreshment from his weariness. He traveled back down the hill further and further, carefully looking on this side and on that. His eyes eagerly searched for any sight of the scroll which had given him comfort so many times in his journey. He continued his downhill journey until he reached the shady resting place where he sat and slept. At the sight of this place, his sorrow multiplied with the fresh reminder of his evil of sleeping. He recounts 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 6 through 8. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For those that sleep in the night and those that are drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and charity, and for a helmet, the hope of saving health. In this way, he went on regretting his sinful sleep, saying, O wretched man that I am, that I should sleep in the daytime, that I should sleep in the midst of difficulty. A small sob escaped his lips with his breath, that I should so indulge myself as to allow rest for the ease of my flesh, to sleep in the place which the Lord of the hill built only for the relief of the spirits of pilgrims. I have taken these needless steps, even in the same manner as Israel was required to do. It was for their sin that they were sent back again to wander in the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. In the same way, I am forced to walk this way again with sorrow, a way which should have only been walked with delight had it not been for this sinful sleep.